0: Hi, this is Pastor Tom Holliday, and I want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions. This is week three of our look through Colossians, Colossians chapter three this week. We're going to look at verses one and two today. I love this book, the book of Colossians. In a lot of ways, it really distills down in very short form the core truths that we need. Colossians one, distills down the truth about who Jesus is, that he's God. Colossians chapter two distills down the truth about what you and I need to believe, watch out for false teaching, hang on to the truth. And now, as we enter into Colossians chapter 3 and Colossians chapter 4, they are chapters about the way to live out the truth of Colossians 1 and 2. How do I live the life that God has given me to live? If you're one of those people who likes to get right to the point, who really likes somebody just to say, look, here it is. Here it is about Jesus. Here it is about what's true and what's false. Here it is about how to live the life that God's given me to live. Colossians is the book for you. And Colossians 3 is a chapter about living your new life. 3, 1, and 2, here's what those verses say. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. You see how he just gets right to the point? Set your heart and set your mind, he says. You want to live the new life that God's given you to live? Since you have been raised with Christ, Since you have a new life, then here's what you do. You set your heart and you set your mind. Set. That that means you and I have to make a choice. You have to make a choice. God has done the work of salvation, but I have a daily choice about where I'm going to set my heart and where I'm going to set my mind. Set your heart. Set your mind. That's your affections, your heart, and your thoughts, your mind. Our hearts shape our passions, and our thoughts shape our priorities. And you put those together, your passions and your priorities, your affections and your thoughts, those all add up to your actions. What are you going to do in everyday life? When you take a look at your thoughts, you ask yourself, what are the three things that I think about most during the day? In what direction do your thoughts drift? The Bible says, set your hearts and set your thoughts on the things of God. Where are you in your thoughts? What's the spiritual compass of your life? That's what this is asking here. What should it be? Well, Paul has an answer. Set your hearts on things above. Set your minds on things above. For both heart and mind, Paul says, here's the here's the set point. Here's the compass. Here's the north star. You set it on things above. You get your mind off the earthly. Not That doesn't mean, remember, as we've studied through the Bible, earthly does not mean people on this earth or things God has given you to do on this earth. That means the earthly way of thinking. That means the selfish way of thinking. Get your minds off of the earthly and get your mind onto the heavenly. Now, what's the heavenly all about? Well, Paul describes it here. On things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. When I get my mind on what's heavenly, what am I thinking about? Well, it's where Christ is seated, where Jesus is right now. What does that say to me in everyday life? How does that help me to live out the life that God has given me to live? Well, remember this. Where Christ is seated is a place of two things. It is a place of authority and it's a place of security. Where Christ is seated in the heavenlies, he's seated there at the right hand of God because it's a place of authority. Jesus is Lord of all. The Queen of England, the President of the United States, the believer in Jesus Christ, in one sense we're all of equal authority here on this earth when compared to the ultimate authority of Jesus Christ because he is Lord of all. Ephesians 2.6 says, God has raised us up with Jesus and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So in one sense, we are there with him, enjoying that spiritual authority. It's a place of authority. It's also a place of security. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans that Jesus there in heaven is praying, is interceding for us at the right hand of God. Jesus is praying for me. You get your mind on that. Whatever you have done today or not done, whatever prayers you've prayed or not prayed, Jesus is there in heaven praying for you. Jesus is there in heaven interceding on your behalf. That is a place of security. Set your heart, set your mind, your affections and your thoughts, your passions and your priorities. You set them on the authority and the security of Jesus Christ in the heavenly places. Now, As I say that, I think most of us realize that's a good thing to do, not just to get all caught up in my own selfish life and certainly not to get caught up in the temptations of this world. That's not where I want my life to be caught. Well, here's the question. How do we do that? How do we set our mind on things above? It's one thing to say this. It's quite another thing to do it. The power to do this is in one word. It's one word that's indicated at the beginning of what we just read. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts and minds on things above. Since you've been raised with Christ. The word is resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. I can't do this. I can't set my mind or heart on things above, except that I have been raised with Christ. But since I have been raised with Christ, that is something I can do. And so Lloyd John Ogilvie says about these verses victorious resurrection living can be realized through a conscious habitual pattern of thought and attitude of heart but the power behind it all is the resurrection of jesus christ that's where the power comes from when i remember that jesus not only died for me but he has raised from the dead for me that gives me the power to think in a new way and to feel in a new way we are raised with christ so when Paul says, I want you to set your mind and heart in a new direction, he doesn't just say, do it as someone who knows that Jesus was raised one day. It's not just a historical fact that I'm thinking about. No, I am raised with Christ, resurrected with him. That means I share, you share his life as I trust in Jesus Christ. Because of your trust in Christ, you share his resurrection life. Now, think about this with me for just a minute. You share his life. What do you admire most about the life of Christ? When you think of reading about Jesus in the Gospels, what he did, how he worked, how he served, what do you admire most about the life of Christ? Is it his love? Is it his devotion to God? Is it his boldness with people? Is it his power in difficult situations? Is it his gentleness with people that were hurting? What is it that you admire most about the life of Christ? This idea of the resurrection life, this truth that you have been raised with Christ means that his life is now your life, and he wants to work that life through your life. So the the truth behind setting my mind and setting my heart on things above is the truth of the resurrection. Now, before we end today, let's just talk in very practical terms. because A lot of people have said to me, give me some practical help on this. How do you set your heart and how do you set your mind? I mean, just thinking the word resurrection isn't enough. Just knowing that truth isn't enough. Uh, A set heart, a set mind, that's the basic attitude and focus that you live with each day. And it's sort of like a a radio station. You can tune your heart and mind into various attitudes and you can leave it there, sometimes for weeks on end. You can leave your attitude in self-pity or in in bitterness or in, in stubbornness. You can leave it there for a long time. So how do you retune the station? Well, it's, it's by choosing some things that cause you to focus on the resurrection life of Christ. Here's some ideas. You can start the night before, and the first thing in each day, you can think about God. It's amazing how the last thing you think at night and the first thing you think in the morning tends to set your heart and mind. You can pray throughout the day that God would give you a heavenly perspective on people and events and circumstances. And these can be very short prayers, like one or two word prayers. God, help. Show me the way. God, I want your attitude. Very short prayers. But as you pray throughout the day and make it a conversation throughout the day, God will strengthen you. You can make God's word a part of your life every day. Read the Bible, at least a few verses of it every day. It has the power to set your heart and mind. You can spend time with other people who want to think like you do, who want to feel like you do about this world, and they will help you to set your heart and mind. Those are some simple ways to begin down this incredible road of life. This is living the life that God has given us to live. We accept his new life, but then we get to live his new life. And is it a struggle sometimes to set your heart and mind? (laughs) Absolutely. It's a struggle almost every day. Is it worth the struggle? Absolutely. Because you're able to live out the new life that Christ has given you. I'm going to see the things around me. I'm going to see myself either in light of earthly things, selfishness, pettiness, temptation, possessiveness, or I'm going to see them in light of heavenly things, God's love, God's plan, God's power. I want to set my heart and mind. In fact, let's do that right now for this day, this moment of this day. And As you pray with me, I just encourage you to say, Jesus Christ, set my mind, set my heart, on things above. Thank you for the new life you have given me. And because I have new life and because I want to live out that new life, I pray that my mind and my heart would be set, not on my things, not on the world's things, but on on your truth, on your love, on your power. Thank you for new life. And I pray that when I get frustrated, it feels like I'm just thinking about me and not about you. That, Lord, you remind me that you love me and that you give in every moment a new opportunity to set my heart and set my mind once again on you and on how much you love me. Help me not to even just set my heart and mind on what I'm not doing right, how I'm not setting my heart and mind, but instead help me to to have the positive spirit of knowing Jesus Christ, that your spirit's working in me to do this miracle of helping me to think and to feel in a new way, to change my passions and to change my priorities. Jesus, I pray this in your name. Amen. Well, join us tomorrow. We're going to continue looking at living your new life as we look at verses 3 to 11.